You're listening to the Hard Hedge, UVA's only independent basketball podcast hosted by two guys, one of whom happens to be a fake coach. Fake coach. Get about your seat, you can have my drink, let me see you dance. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Pittman and Phony Bennett. When the sun falls, the sun falls, then the moon lights, might be a hell of a night, go, go, go. Welcome out there, Wahoo Brethren, to another edition of the Hard Hedge. We thank you so much for joining us this evening. And, you know, it's th- this particular edition is, is something that uh, I'm just extremely proud that we were able to pull together. Uh, phony, uh, great work, first of all. And uh, before we divulge uh, our guest, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of just really good guests on on this show, and I, I think we've been fortunate to get a lot of people. And and tonight is someone that I'm I'm very honored to introduce to all of the uh, hard hedge listeners. Look, if you've been following Virginia basketball, you know who this guy is. Uh, he's busy moving up the draft charts right now. You you know his face, you know his game, and we are honored to have him here, Mr. Justin Anderson. Justin, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you, guys. I'm very honored to uh, be here on the show. So can't can't wait. Awesome, buddy. So let's uh, let's dive right into it, uh, Justin. Obviously, uh, you've been traveling around the country, working out for teams. Um, I, I, just give me a general sense of, of of what these guys are looking for out of you. I know I, I've been following it closely and, and seeing a lot of your interviews, uh, and I know that one of the key things that that folks are asking you about is, um, you know, they want to know if that if that jump shot that was just so electric last year. Uh, if that's if you believe that you've truly turned a corner and made that as consistent as it was, um, what else are you hearing? How are you going about, um, you know, showing these guys that 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 was not any type of fluke? Um, and you know, uh, how do you think that these NBA teams feel you fitting onto their rosters? Well, I think uh, that's a great way to start it. Um, this process is it's a lot, uh, or as much mental as it is physical. And, uh, they, and you, they want to see, uh, guys be able to carry themselves, uh, in a mature fashion. They want to see guys who are responsible and take care of their body after workouts. And, uh, and, and it's not something that you just do to impress, but something that they can see over the course of, uh, over the course of time because everyone's going through so many workouts. There's guys that may show up to the workout that's had 10 already. And then you might have some that show up that's only had two. So. Um, right. They can tell. They can, they can kind of weave you out, um, and, and it's an 82 game season, so they want to see if you're mentally ready uh, to come in and give your best effort every single day. Um, and so far, I think I've been doing a tremendous job of that. Uh, then, on the other hand of it, everyone wants uh, someone who can compete. Um, being able to compete is is huge. And coming from the program in UVA, uh, we understand we we are a blue collar team. Coach Bennett raised us uh, that way under his program, and uh, and that's not an issue for for me in particular. Uh, so for me, like you said, I just have to continue to show uh, why why I'm uh, able to play at this level. And I think being able to be a terrific three-point shooter uh, and a defender is, is going to be my calling card. And uh, it's kind of tough because every time you go into a workout, you almost have to re- recruit yourself every single time uh, because everyone's wondering because his it's fingers, his uh, percentages went down, is that fluke with the whole season fluke. I don't know how more than two games or three games, like a couple of guys did in the NCAA tournament, um, isn't flu. Uh, you know, I had to do something consistent, consistently for a long time. So, uh, you know, I have to just continue to show it, and I think I've done a great job. Are most teams looking at you as a, a three, or is anyone looking at you uh, to run the two spot? 
Well, I think it's almost almost like college in the sense of that it's similar um, defensively, um, being able to just guard multiple positions and guys. Um, in the NBA, in the NBA, um, the two guard, the one and two are guards that can primarily come off a of ball screen. Um, so it depends on the system. It depends on where I sit. Um, but uh, as of right now, a lot of people see me as a three guard, a three guard that can guard a really good uh, offensive player. Um, and then being able to catch and shoot uh, and score opportunistically. So uh, it's kind of uh, my position, I would say, is a three-guard, uh, but can play the two as well, uh, opportunistically. Yeah, Justin, I thought it was so interesting coming out of the Combine that, that so many folks uh, on Twitter and elsewhere seem so surprised uh, at the, um, you know, just the physical ability that you had there. I My immediate reaction was none of these people have ever seen him play, you know, from the basically middle school on, if they're really surprised by this. Uh, you know, your, your athleticism, uh, how is that compared to your peers that, that uh, are going into this draft, this draft class? And do you feel like that's really separated you from a lot of the other guys? I really do feel like that's, that's been a, a huge separator. Um, shooting is, is, is trying to become a separator. Like I said, I have to continue to do that on a daily basis uh, to separate myself from some of the elite shooters that, that they are saying are in this, in this draft. I want to be a part of the elite, uh, but the athleticism and being the most athletic, I think I'm the most athletic uh, player in our draft, um, and I say that with all uh, respect to all of the other guys in our draft, but um, with my vertical leap and my uh, shuttle times, my lateral quickness times, the times that they said that they worry about, um, I think I had top scores in those, so I just try to do a great job of being very athletic. You staying in touch with Mike Curtis through all this? I actually just sent Coach Curtis and Coach Bennett um, a text message, a group message, uh, just thanking them because uh, uh, today in, in the Portland workout, uh, we did a drill that we do every single day in practice. Uh, and, I, and I sent them a text message saying, I'm so appreciative. Um, you guys always promised that no matter where we played, we were always going to be prepared. No matter what opponent we played against, we were always going to be prepared. And, uh, we, and I sure was prepared today. Um, and I've been prepared throughout this whole process. Everything that I've done in this process, I have seen uh, the Mike Brady support Coach Bennett. And that goes from the weight room off the court um, to, to sprints on the court to um, the basketball drills and everything. So I've seen it all, and I think that's an advantage uh, that I have. Yeah, Justin, uh, with you going through this process right now, what would you say to a recruit, uh, you know, if you could, uh, that was worried about uh, the Virginia's style of play, you know, being – uh, prohibitive of, of really showcasing NBA talent? The main thing that you have to do is listen to those guys, uh, the respect that Coach Curtis and Coach Bennett and uh, or even our assistant, Coach Belfort, Coach Sanchez, uh, former assistant, Coach Susie, Coach Kett. Those guys have so much. They're so well connected to the NBA. Um, everywhere I go, I have questions about, oh, I know this coach really well. He's a great guy. He told me this, this, this about you. Um, and it's like, wow, like I, I couldn't imagine if I didn't have a great relationship with my coaches because I wouldn't be in a good spot right now. Um, so, I mean, you, you really have to listen. You have to soak up the moment. Um, but what you really have to do is not, not look too far down the line. You have to focus on each and every, uh, every year. Uh, focus on the summer. This time right now is, of course, the most important time right now. Um, I think right now, at Coastal right now, I was in Chicago working my butt off uh, to try to have a terrific, terrific season uh, that I had this year. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's a process and I, and I would tell all the young guys, uh, to listen, to listen to Coach Bennett and that staff because not only are you going to be successful on, but you're going to be very successful off the court. 
Yeah, you know, you, you talk about it being in this, this great minute. You know, you've no doubt wanted to be in the NBA oh, since in at least the eighth grade. We all know that. And uh, probably before. You're on the verge of doing it. I know you're busy. You've got, you know, workouts almost every day and meetings, and you're flying all over the country. Have you been able to really just take a step back and, and recognize where you're at and, and appreciate just how you've got here? Absolutely. I do that every day. Um, I take a step back every day and say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of the elite, uh, of the elite athletes in America. Uh, to be able to be in this situation, to be able to be in this spot, uh, what, what sucks about life is uh, you always want more. And uh, if, if, if I was projected as a second round, second round draft pick, uh, I would want to be, I would want to be a first round draft pick. If I was into the first round and I knew, and I knew I would be into the first round, I would want to become a lottery. Uh, it, it, you always want more. You fall in love with wanting more. And I think you have to be very appreciative of the spot that we're in, and then you make the most of it. So every day I take a step back, and I, and I, put, I put it all in perspective. And I think that's a, a huge credit to uh, Coach, his staff, my family, and um, even Coach Stewart at Montrose. They, they were very big on uh, never taking opportunities for granted, and uh, it's great. But the only, the only thing about taking a step back and trying to reflect on where you are you sometimes forget what city you're in. You forget what day of the week it is. <laughs> uh, I'm in a cab right now. I just talk, I just asked my driver. I said, "What time on the East Coast?" And he, I think he, he he didn't even know. So we're all out here messed up on our time. <laughs> so you're you're in Dallas now. Is that correct? Uh, yes, sir. I'm in Dallas, um, and I work out with the, the Mavericks on Friday. So I have a couple of days of uh, getting some treatment, getting some shots up, um, and, and just spending some uh, quality time here. All right, I've got to ask you this just to set the record straight. Right after you declared, I kind of made some folks on Twitter mad because I indicated that you said if one or two more people had asked you to stay at UVA, you would have stayed. I did have to correct myself and tell everyone you obviously never said that. But let's set the record straight. Do the tweets from the fans, do they sway players at all? Is that just something you have to tune out? Uh, if I'm being very honest, um they they don't sway players at all. If anything, the best thing uh, that we can see as athletes is uh, the encouragement and the um, and and their how happy they are for us for Amen. Uh, decisions like these. These are huge decisions that we make in our life. Um, and what's tough to see is when you come back to the people who cheered you on the most. Um, and I know it meant, I know it meant nothing. I know I know no one meant harm. Um, but what hurts kind of the most is uh, when you feel like they don't think you made the best decision for you in your life. Uh, and, and I think that was tough for me to take. Sometimes I did have to kind of distract from Twitter. Um, but I think UVA fans are so positive and they're so supportive. Um, and the, and the culture and program has changed so much. Um, with that, when this opportunity comes, uh, you'd be surprised how much better the player performs when he knows that he still has his whole, uh, college city behind him. And with me, I have this college city and my college state. So, um, I'm very fortunate and, uh, very happy to see. Uh, the, the, uh, positive tweets from the people who tweeted it. Yeah, I think yeah, there Justin. was some, some shock early on from from folks who can only see that. You, you get very selfish, right? I mean, it's like I want Justin on my team, right. but um, I, I think. And yeah. I saw, I saw, Go I saw that side of it too. I saw, I saw that side of uh, I, people making making a, making uh, a joke of it. As far as when I say that, I mean I'm making light of the situation, saying. Selfish reasons, like I really want you to stay. Like, why do you? Have, I mean, that, that's absolutely that's okay. Um, 
Uh, it was some tweet saying you won't get drafted. Some tweet saying you're oh. definitely going second round, and it's like, oh man, come on now. But yeah, I mean, but you know, if, you know, as anyone, I love, I love our fans the most, no matter what. Um, just the support that they give, um, and, and the, the, the nice people that we have, being from Virginia, um, yeah, I love them. I love that. Yeah, buddy, that re- that representation, you know, that's the the, the the trolls love Twitter as a tool, uh, but I. The fans I interact with, the people I talk to in my day to day life, or at you know VAF events or, or anything, uh, you know it, it. You're that it, they represent the extreme small majority, and and so many folks are so proud of you and and uh, applaud this decision. I mean, you 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 as soon as they gave you a, a quote unquote you know late first early second round grade. Uh, most of us knew that that you were going to go into these workouts and and you were going to approve that stock immediately. It it surprised me none when when all those reports started coming out on Twitter and uh, man, th- this was absolutely the right decision and um, the majority of this fan base supports the hell out of you and uh, I think you know I know you know that and and it's it's just uh, I, I can't wait to follow your career uh, moving forward. But let's touch real quickly on on uh, who we got coming back and and what you think about this team next year because you know you you brought a lot to the table obviously um the the three-point shooting last year but your your energy just raw ability to change the momentum in a game with your athleticism is something that this program hadn't had in a very long time uh and i'm curious to see who you think can kind of step up and first of all feel fill your role shooting the ball uh, fill your role um, from an intensity and, and playmaking standpoint, and uh, you know just overall uh, where you think this team can go next year. Uh, well, yeah, that's a great question, and I uh, appreciate your kind words. Um, I think that's a tough one to ask because uh, I was a very, I was a piece of a very beautiful puzzle, and uh, what I mean by that was um, I brought something unique to the table with my athleticism, my passion. And, uh, and ability to, uh, score the ball from outside. Uh, you know, I brought that to a, to a team that's really good. Um, but at the same time, we have some guys that are dogs on our team. We have some guys that, that can really compete, some guys that are really talented. Um, I, I think we still have a chance. Uh, we have a really good chance. Coach Bennett does a phenomenal job each, each and every year, uh, getting us prepared, uh, for the next upcoming season. And, uh, I think, I think someone to look out for, of course, is, uh, Malcolm and AG are, you know, they're definitely, uh, people that, uh, are two guys that everyone understands what to expect, um, and has an expectation of them. Uh, but I think some other guys, maybe some guys that, uh, surprise a lot of people this year would be, uh, Devin Hall, Isaiah, Mariel. Um, those guys are going to be huge in stepping up. Uh, and, and I think, I think they're, I think they're going to be terrific. I think Devin Hall, um, is always someone that I've kind of, uh, really push for it to be really good just because of his, his athletic ability. He's very explosive. Um, I think we saw a glimpse of that versus Virginia Tech this year at home. Um, and, and his ability to pass the ball and get other guys involved. Um, and with, and with London, his jump shot and everything improving. Um, I think we really have a chance to be really good this year. Darius this year being great to open court. Um, his ability to, to his athleticism is off the charts as well. So, uh, we're going to be really fun to watch. Sometimes I, sometimes I have to tell myself, uh, uh, we we would have been extremely fun to watch if I had a chance to, uh, or if I did come back or if I did return. Um, but yeah, I can't live like that. I can't do that to myself. With this team, you, you said you had some uh, players that were going to surprise us um, this year. Who do you really see taking over your role on the the team as as that uh, that defender who can also knock down the the outside shot? 
Uh, it's kind of tough to pinpoint now. Like I said, if I could, if I could, if I had to say the name now, um, I think Devin Hall is going to have a breakout year. Um, and, and, and for me, it, it, a lot of people may be like, ah, I don't know. Um, but just his ability to work, he, he competes. Uh, he does a great job of doing the little things for our team. And, uh, I think he really has a chance, uh, to do that. But I, Isaiah is going to be phenomenal as well with his passion, the way that he, he, uh, stepped up defensively for us at the end of the year. Uh, so we have, we have some we have some options, and I'm very excited uh, that we do. Justin, I, I know uh, I, don't, I know you follow me on on Twitter, so I don't know if you're just saying all that to appease me, man. But I'm the biggest Devin Hall fan. Like I'm, I I would just I I, I desperately wanted him to play more in in certain moments last year, and I I go back and watch the tape, and I, I see so much that intrigue intrigues me, and I know that uh, as deep as the team was last year, that that it was just a numbers uh, situation, but Man, I, I I am so glad to hear you say that because uh, I I think Devin has a, has a chance to be really special, and I I I made sure to keep that on blast on Twitter. Um, so uh, that that's great to hear that you agree with that. Um, so let me ask you about um, you know before before we let you go here, let me ask you: Is there anywhere that you know I, I know you can't really tip your hand, but is there anywhere that you think you might be headed? And is there any place that you're really, you know, you're uh, optimistic that you'll have a chance to land? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one to answer. Um, that's a really tough to answer just because you never know. Uh, so many things change the day of and the day before the draft uh, that you have to just remember to, uh, to control the control. Just control what you can control. Um, and I think uh, during this process, you know, it, it may seem a certain way, but um, each team, I can honestly say, if like me, uh, uh, equal an equal amount, um, and I'm very excited to be in the situation. Like I said before, uh, but, you know, it, I think it, it could be anything. It could, I'm not being sure. It could be any of the teams that I worked out with so far, or any of the teams that I'm working out upcoming. So um, that's a tough one to answer. Well, good luck, brother. And man, uh, you know, we we know you're going to do extremely special things. And I and I don't mean to say this just to to kiss your ass, Justin, but. Uh, you know, I waited as a fan for for an awfully long time for for a player uh, uh, like you to come through the program. Your unbelievable support of the athletic programs that that extended beyond basketball. Um, I, I interacted with you personally a couple times. The way you interacted with the kids and the fans, uh, it was just an absolute honor to have you as a representative of the University of Virginia. Uh, we thank you so much for for everything you did on and off the court, uh, and, and you will be a Wahoo for life, my friend. And we we thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and uh, thank you for all that you guys do. Uh, fun year, hilarious, and Mike, your uh, accurate your accurate tweets. Um, you know, you guys have been huge in our community, and I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that. So, thank you all as well, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Awesome. Hey, knock them, knock them dead, buddy. Yes, sir, we'll do. You have a great one. All right, thank okay. you, Justin. All right, see you. All right, and that was Justin Anderson. Man, you you, you gotta love that guy. You know, there, there's just so much uh, he, he seems to get about where he is in life, and and he knows how he got here. And uh, it's really someone that I think all the Wahoos can be proud of. It's so refreshing, and you know, I don't mean to just sound like I'm, I'm you know, kissing his ass the whole time that he's on our podcast, but he's one of the guys that. Um, you know, had just gone out of his way to, to exemplify, um, you know, the way a student athlete should be. Um, and, you know, just, just awfully proud of him and how his game developed and, you know, just, just really, really cool that he came on. And I'm, I'm thrilled that he joined us tonight. 
Yeah, it'll be exciting. The NBA draft is June 28th, I believe. Is that is that correct? Yep, and I'll uh, be glued to it this right. year like like uh, I haven't in years past, man. I'll be dying to know where he goes. I'm ho- I'm hoping it OKC, uh, who I forget where they pick, but it's it's right in the middle of the first round. And I've heard some rumblings that, that they really like him. They had brought him in really early in the process. Uh, and I'm hoping he sneaks up that high, obviously. And uh, But wherever he lands, you know, I will. that is a jersey that I will be purchasing very quickly. Yeah, we always give our guests uh, Twitter handles on this show. So if you somehow don't know where Justin is on Twitter, he's at Just, J-U-S, Anderson, one on Twitter. Uh, he's, he's a lot of fun. I mean, you, you watch him support the other teams and, you know, he really, he supports UVA athletics and, uh, I mean, he's just going to be a great ambassador for us in the NBA. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And our next guest folks is, uh, scout Corey Evans. He's with round ball rundown. He also is the East coast contributing editor for NY to LA. He is at, at Corey Evans underscore 10 on Twitter. Corey, how you doing tonight, buddy? Doing well, man. How about you guys? Uh, just doing doing fantastic, man. That was a heck of an interview we just had uh, with Justin. It was such a pleasure to have him on. And uh, we're really excited about these 2016 kids as well, especially the couple of guys that we're going to talk about tonight because they, they've been committed so long, they almost feel like family to us. Uh, you know, it's uh, I'm really excited about that class in general. And, and I know you've seen both these guys in person, so just kind of want to get your insights uh, about Kyle Guy and, uh, you know, just uh, just scout him overall, what you think he is as a player uh, on and off the court and uh, what Virginia's should look forward to uh, having him aboard. Yeah, you know, the first time I saw Kyle was actually, it was a little late. It was last year in Las Vegas, and I was just floored with his ability to make jump shots off the bounce. You know, he's 6'2", 6'3", long, lanky, uh, probably weighs about 160. So if you can do the math, kind of needs to put on, put on some weight. Um, sure. But from an intellectual standpoint, having a feel for things, um and the ability to make others better. He can play on and off the basketball. Um, you know, just going through his stats for the uh, on the Adidas side, he runs for um, one of the best Adidas-sponsored programs out there on a uh, on an annual basis with the Indiana Elite team. Uh, kid averages 19 points per game and about four rebounds per game. Um, kind of needs to take care of the ball a little bit better about three turnovers per game compared to about one and a half assists per game. So I guess sharing the basketball um, without turning it over as much would be one issue. Um, but immediately from the get-go, outside shooting is definitely there. And then the, the stats even back it up, 44% in a DS play through eight games. And that's just what he is. I mean, he can be a knockdown guy off the catch, and uh, and even off the bounce. Uh, he really reminded me of, to uh, to give those viewers of yours a feel for what he's like, he kind of reminded me, the first time I saw him, of John Shire, the old, uh, the old Duke guard who, who now is uh, an sure. assistant on staff. He has that similar build, you know, the, the, uh, the real-like figure, but unbelievable... Uh, um, feel for the game and ability to play the, the game, you know, even in more heightenedly physical affairs and still produce. That's what he is. 
that that's uh yeah that that's that sounds very accurate uh, compared to what I've seen and and what about uh what about the intangibles of him how, how does he how does he seem to fit in with his teammates and uh you know is is he a guy that is going to be a good locker room guy Oh definitely you know uh as you guys already know Tony isn't going to coach Bennett's not going to recruit a guy that doesn't have those intangibles um and with Kyle he's already a proven leader on and off the floor. He comes from one of the more uh, better programs in Lawrence Central, Indianapolis. So he's going to be a guy that comes on board with, you know, a lot already proven on the grassroots scene and the high school scene. And I think it kind of goes a long way with uh, being able to kind of fit in immediately in uh, within the ACC. Yeah, you know what I liked about, well, uh, what, what I thought was kind of, interesting for for Kyle uh last season uh it, which may help him uh, moving forward is he really was his team kind of his high school team kind of struggled last year and he was pretty much the the only that the main focus of the opposing defenses all season long and I watched him tape and they you know they really dogged him and stayed all over him and he had to try to find a way to will his team to victories kind of kind of almost on his own at times um, did you see some of that from from Kyle throughout this last season? And uh, do you think that that's something that can be advantageous for him going forward? You know, I did. And usually, you know, Lawrence Central was usually pretty uh, pretty talented across the board, and this year is a little different. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely going to help the cause. Um, I think seeing double and even triple teams sometimes, and then he goes to Virginia where he's kind of like the odd man out. To, on, on the scouting report, and, and he's going to get a lot more open looks, and that's that's pretty scary um, because he's the kind of guy that, like I said, he's shooting 43% against some of the best kids in America on the Adidas side. Um, you give him time and space to shoot the basketball out to about 23, 24, 25 feet even, uh, it's almost automatic. That's That's a beautiful thing for us for us to hear. I'll tell you, it's really nice to hear you say that he, he has the ability to shoot it off the bounce because, uh, here at Virginia, we, we've had a number of good shooters come through. Um, you know, even guys like Joe Harris that, that really were just so much better, uh, shooting the three, receiving a pass, uh, and, and, uh, coming off a screen. Uh, and we haven't had a, a, a guy that's, that's been very good at shooting off the bounce in quite some time. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm really excited about, about Kyle, and I, I, one of the greatest parts about him is that young man has been recruiting hard for Virginia. He, he believes in the program that he's going into. He's working on his defensive game uh, because he knows that he's not going to see the floor unless he uh, gets his, his uh, defensive prowess uh, tightened up. And um, he just seems like a great, almost, ambassador for us already, and I, I can't wait to see him uh, in our uniform. So let, let's transition to Ty Jerome, a guy that is – uh, you know, really started rising on, in all the recruiting rankings here, uh, over the summer. Uh, I, man, intangibles on this kid are just off the charts for me from what I've seen. But before we even get there, why don't you give us a similar rundown on Ty and, and what you like about him and what maybe obviously beside putting on a little bit of strength that does he need to work on? Well, uh, you know, Ty, Ty's probably one of my favorite kids in America. Just off the floor, um, unbelievable kid, uh, always smiling. Uh, you talk about the intangible factor. 
Ty, that's what Ty is. And, yep. and um, I was probably one of the first guys outside of the region or the state to kind of sick on Ty pretty hard. So I, I, I've seen him metamorphosize to a certain degree, physically, mentally, on the floor, off the floor, over the past two and a half years. And, uh, you know, when I first saw him, he was six foot, uh, about buck 45, buck 50. Mm-hmm. And now he's about 6'3", even 6'4", about 185, 180. Um, it's crazy how much bigger he's gotten. He still has like a baby body, hasn't really grown into it much. Um, but you talk about a kid that keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, you know, I'll even go back to when I actually talked to Tony, Coach Bennett, about him uh, last April, April 2014. And, uh, it was right when the staff was about to get on him pretty hard. And, uh, we were talking about just the things that he could do, the nuances in his game, the feel for the game, just his uncanny vision, uh, for making things go. He can score the basketball. He can also, like Kyle, make others better. And the one thing that really stuck out to me this year on the EYBL circuit, on the Nike side is uh, just how tough he is. Um, and I've always valued that about him. But, you know, it's funny. You're watching a guy like Matthew Dalvadova right now uh, in the NBA in the playoffs doing all this scrappy stuff. And then you're harping back on Ty Jerome. And it's like, man, there there actually is a lot of similarities with Ty Jerome and Matthew Dalvadova with size, scoring ability in the lane, and just the gritty and toughness about them that kind of sets him apart. Yeah, man. From the film I've seen, he seems like a kid that people underestimate because of, you know, just his physical (laughs) size. But then, I mean, you see him in action, and he doesn't, you know, I think deceptively athletic is the uh, term people like to toss around. Like, I've been really impressed with how he can move with the ball. And, I mean, he, he, he plays bigger than he is. Yeah, I couldn't agree much more with you. And, uh, you know, he, he just, if we're going into a fist fight, he, he's the guy I want on my team. Um, he, uh, you know, he's still a little stiff and usually you don't, you don't, uh, talk about guards being stiff. Um, but that's a baby body. He's growing by the day. He's still kind of going through puberty, um, to a certain degree. His body is expanding. It's going to be scary once he's a sophomore or junior in, in college where his ball skills are finally hitting and finally maximizing uh, next to his uh, physical traits. Um, and, and just what he is on the floor is outstanding, too. Looking at his stats, you know, he, uh, he has like a 6-to-1 uh, assist-to-turnover ratio. He's turned the ball over five times in EYBL play in 11 games played. Wow. That's, that's, that's outstanding. I mean, that's, I've kind of gone into the, um, um, you know, the stats over the past four or five weeks on the Adidas Under Armour and Nike side and, and his, his stats kind of blow you away compared to everyone else. It's, uh, it's outstanding. I mean, five turnovers compared to, I mean, in, uh, 0.5 turnovers per game compared to three assists per game. Uh, you know, uh, 13 points, four rebounds, four assists a game. That's outstanding stuff. Yeah, it sure is. And I tell you, 
uh, one thing about him, uh, he, not, uh, not afraid of the moment at all. This, this young man went through a stretch, uh, you know, last season where I believe he hit five or six game winners, uh, three of which on the AAU, a couple clutch late threes in his high school, uh, league, which, which he ended up winning his league. Uh, a guy that just, uh, seems to hit big shots at big times and, and, and relishes in taking those shots. And, and those type of guys are, are absolutely invaluable, obviously. Um, and Corey, I've, I've talked to some, I've talked to some other scouts and I've, I've seen a lot of guys that have seen him in person. I, I haven't yet, but they say just how he is in the huddle, how he talks to, uh, his teammates on the floor. It, it just, he seems to be an exemplary leader. Uh, have you heard similar things? Oh, definitely, and, and I've seen it firsthand too. And just the way he interacts with his kids, w- with the guys off the floor, um, there's not one bad bone in the kid. Uh, you know, going back to the intangible factor um, and those leadership qualities, it, those two guys, Kyle and Ty, um, you know, combining those guys for the next four years, that's a uh, is a remarkable job by the staff at. UVA to get that get that done quickly because you know I saw the new rankings by ESPN had him top 65, top 70, uh, and, and he warrants it uh, just with his leadership approach and, and, and all the other factors he brings to the table. Yeah, I'm so excited about those two guys uh, coming in. I mean, I, I think what Ty won the three point competition at the Mary Klein Classic, and Kyle was entered in the three point and the dunk competition, which. That just excites me because, <laughs> you know, those are those are the two places you want to see a guy shoot it. And, uh, yep. you know, if, if he excels at both, we're really going to like that kid. Yeah, man, absolutely. Real quick before we let you go, Corey, uh, any, anything you can throw in there about uh, Mamadi Diakite? There, there's still some kind of smoke uh, billowing a little bit out there about p- a potential commitment to Virginia. You know, he's obviously not coming out and, and announcing anything yet. Um, yep. Have you seen much of him and uh i saw what do you make of 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 him not being invited to the nba top 100 camp yeah, i'm a little bit taken aback by that um me too him and and sasha um yeah. Lee jones uh well, well momity i've had a chance to see him a good amount the past four or five months um i actually saw him match up with Sasha in high school ball, um, where, you know, Coach Bennett and Jason Wolford, assistant coach, and a couple of the players came down and watched. Um, and then also during the uh, AAU side, um, I think he really wants to go to Virginia. Um, I think he's, uh, he, he wants his parents' blessings. Um, you know, right now it's, it seemed like a, a, a pretty solid top four for him between uh, Georgetown, Virginia, USC, and Washington. You know, he's taking official visits to all three minus Georgetown. Um, I know Louisville is trying to get in there right now and a few others, but I wouldn't be surprised to hear that uh, commitment come out of that, of that camp in the coming weeks, um, especially before July starts. Uh, you know, Momadi, that's the kid's first time I saw him. I thought he was like a keen work. Uh, you know, the length and just how quick he off his feet. And it, it, that was actually, I kind of, I, I might have, um, 
been a little partial to him because his ball skills have rapidly improving, um, improved. And I think the coaching staff at Blue Ridge has done a great job. And, uh, it just, it, he hasn't been taught to play the game yet. And, and that's pretty scary for a top 50 kid. Uh, so you put him in the pack line defense with what coach Bennett kind of prides himself on. That's pretty scary as a rim protector and a guy that can really guard already the two through five. Well, that's what, yeah, and, and, and big guys that can move their feet, um, or, or who thrives in the pack line. And, uh, you know, boy, I think he'd be a great fit for us defensively. And, and I know that he's rapidly improving offensively. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully we, we lock him up. Who knows uh, what Sasha's going to end up doing? Um, you know, it, you know, we, we got to keep our eyes forward on that situation and, um, you know, let it play out. But it, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if, if he went elsewhere. So I'm, I'm hoping that, um, you know, Mamadi can, uh, go ahead and get through whatever he's got to get through with his handlers and his family and, and go ahead and get this thing done. But, uh, Corey, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and tell everyone once again where they can find you and maybe your website or anything, uh, to make sure that all the listeners can track you down out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, my Twitter account, my Twitter handle is, uh, Corey Evans underscore 10. And I'm the East Coast contributor for NY2LASports.com. And I also run a, a, a national scouting service uh, for a plethora of uh, D1 programs called the uh, Round Ball Rundown Report. Excellent. Well, hey, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, we'll look forward to having you on again when we have maybe a new commitment that uh, you can talk about. And uh, did a really good, uh, really good job. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Corey. Thanks, guys. And that was Corey Evans. We'd like to thank Corey and Justin for coming on tonight. Man, we've been getting some really fantastic guests on this show, and, and you know we're fortunate and thankful for everyone that we've got coming on. We've got even more good guests lined up uh, throughout the rest of the year. We're going to do a football episode, which I know we're a basketball podcast, so I think we'll have some fun with that. And we've got a very special guest already lined up for that one. I think you're really going to enjoy that one. So uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you find us at thehardhedge.podbean.com dot com and stay tuned. Wahoo wah.